Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And my name is Anna. And this is the Culips English Podcast. You're listening to Chatterbox, the Culips series for intermediate and advanced English learners that features natural, unedited conversations between native speakers about compelling topics or trending current events or hot issues. And joining me today to co host this episode is Anna. Hello, Anna. Hi there, everyone. And hello, Andrew. Great to be back here with all of you for another Chatterbox episode. Now, Andrew, what is our topic for today? Well, the topic for today's episode is setting boundaries. Setting boundaries. And we'll get into what that means exactly in just a moment. But essentially, in a nutshell, setting boundaries is all about making a set of rules or guidelines for your life so that you can live the life that you want to live. I think this will be a really interesting topic to talk about, actually. I'm very into setting boundaries in different areas of my life. But before we get into our discussion, Andrew, let's remind all the listeners about the study guide for this episode. Very good idea. So, guys, we make study guides and transcripts for all of our episodes, and they're designed by our team of expert English teachers to help you build your English skills and reach your English learning goals faster. Now, to become a Culips member and to get unlimited access to all of our study guides, plus some great bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams and ad-free lessons, then just visit our website, culips.com, and sign up. We would also like to give a big shout out to our listener in Turkey who goes by the name Tuba. Tuba, I love that name. Very musical. Now, Tuba left us a five star rating and a wonderful comment on Apple Podcasts. Tuba wrote, I'm an English teacher in Turkey. I've been listening to Culips for three months. I love all of you, Andrew, Cassie, and Anna. Thanks for supporting us to improve our language skills. You are the best. Well, thank you so much, Tuba, for the review, and thanks to everyone out there who has been supporting Culips by becoming members, or rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast apps, or by telling your friends to check Culips out. Thank you so much for that review, Tuba. We're really glad that you're learning a lot with us. And Andrew, why don't we kick off and start our main discussion topic for today? Yeah, great idea. So Anna, why don't we start by breaking down exactly what we mean by setting boundaries? Because I think if people look this word boundary up in the dictionary, they'll probably see that it is a line that demarcates between two different places. So we could talk about the boundary lines between like Spain and France, for example, right? Or we could talk about a boundary between my property and your property. Maybe we'd have a fence as a boundary. This is the dictionary definition, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking more about personal or individual boundaries. And what does that exactly mean? That's a really good point that boundaries might be something physical, like a physical line. But often when you hear this term setting boundaries, we're talking about these limits that we give ourselves, maybe it is a career boundary. It's like a line that we won't cross or a limit 
that we don't want to cross in a personal space or in a professional space. So setting boundaries is giving limits to something. Maybe that's a relationship. Maybe you want to set boundaries in your relationship to make sure that a line isn't crossed. And everybody sets different types of boundaries, different types of limits. Everybody's comfortable with different things. So setting boundaries is about giving yourself limits or having limits in different areas of your life, maybe personal spaces, relationships, career. So I guess we could talk about setting boundaries, limits, and I guess really those boundaries are based on your values or they come from the values that you have. Do you think that's a good description, Andrew? Would you like to add anything to that maybe? Yeah, I think that's an excellent description. I think we could use a metaphor or a visualization to help here. And you could think of maybe if you are maybe a dog owner. Okay, so you have like a house with a backyard and you buy a new dog and you want to keep your dog in your backyard. So you build a fence and that fence helps to keep your dog from running away. Right. So that fence acts as the boundary for your dog, keeps your dog inside, keeps your dog safe and happy and keeps your family happy, too, because your dog doesn't run away. Well, in the same vein, in our personal lives, in our professional lives, in our social lives, we can set up boundaries that protect ourselves, right? We can set rules for our life. We can say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this kind of relationship or I'm not comfortable with this kind of work environment. So we set that hard rule for our life and we say to ourselves, well, for me to be happy, I need to live my life within this boundary. And like you said, Anna, Everybody has a different level of comfort with doing things, right? Maybe some people would like to set boundaries about how they spend their time. And they would say, well, every night I want to go to bed at 10 p.m. because I really value getting a good night's sleep. And that is something that is super important for my life. So they set that kind of time boundary in their life. Whereas other people might be more flexible and they'll say, eh, I don't really need to sleep so much or my life is flexible and I can go to sleep at 2 a.m. one night and 1 a.m. the next night and 9.30 p.m. the next night. They have that flexibility. So we can set boundaries for so many different areas of our lives. And Anna, you mentioned a few of them there. We talked about time boundaries. We talked about career boundaries. There's boundaries that you could set up about how you want to spend your emotional energy. And maybe that's one that we should break down a little bit as well, Anna. If we're talking about like an emotional boundary or an energy boundary, what kind of boundary would that be? So for me, emotional energy and putting boundaries on that is about who you're spending your time with. Because we've all got these people, right, guys? There's these people that really boost your energy and you love being around them. And there's also people that suck your energy. And this isn't about being an introvert or an extrovert or anything like this. There's people that really suck our energy. Maybe they make us feel bad. I'm thinking about one person in particular, for example, that I've had in my past, and they kind of zap your emotional energy. So putting boundaries there and saying, okay, I'm not going to let this person zap my energy. Maybe that means spending less time with them. Maybe that means spending time with them in a different way. So I think it's about choosing really carefully who you have around you in your life and who brings energy to you and who takes it away. And I guess it's really about managing toxic people that might be 
in your life, toxic people or toxic things would be what I'm thinking about with emotional energy. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Anna, you could also have boundaries that are based around maybe your personal morals or your ethics or your religious beliefs, right? Depending on the philosophy that you use to guide your life, you might want to set up different boundaries around that. And of course, that's going to vary drastically from person to person to person, but those are some major kinds of boundaries that people set. And also there's social media boundaries as well, which is kind of a newer form of a boundary, but it's one that I try to do. I try to set some boundaries around social media. In my life, for example, I have some applications installed on my computer and on my phone that limit how much time I can spend on certain social media sites like Instagram and Reddit just because they're very addictive and I am addicted to them. So those help me to set some boundaries. Why don't we talk about some of the boundaries that we have in our lives? And I think maybe jumping into some examples would be a really clear way to illustrate what we're meaning when we talk about setting boundaries. One of the main boundaries that I have, and I'm going to start with social media because that's what we're talking about here. You mentioned kind of managing the time that you use it. So one thing for me that's a boundary that I set on social media is how much I share about my private life, for example. So there's things that I'm happy to share on social media. I'm generally quite a private person. I only have a business account on social media. I don't have any personal social media accounts. So on my business professional account, I share a limited amount of personal information that I feel comfortable with, but there is a line that I won't cross. For example, I won't share things about where I am, location. That's an obvious one, right? And there's elements about my family and my friends that I feel that are not for me. It's not that it's not appropriate. For me, it's crossing a boundary and I want to keep it professional. I want to keep it focused on the work that I do. So that for me is setting a boundary between this is my professional account and this is my personal life. So that's a really important boundary for me to set. And for me, actually, Andrew, a lot of this thing about setting boundaries is about this personal, private, especially when it's to do with social media. And I think setting boundaries is a lot about relationships and people, actually, for me. I remember I had one friend Unfortunately, they're not a friend anymore. I wouldn't consider them a friend now. You know when you get that feeling and you just know when somebody's crossed a boundary. They've done something and you just think you've gone too far, you've crossed a line. And if you accept that behavior, it sets a precedent and it means that they feel comfortable treating you like that again in the future. So for me, it's really important to nip that sort of thing in the bud and say, this is not a person that I want in my life anymore. I'm going to set that boundary for myself and I'm going to move on. I'm not going to cause a fuss. I'm not going to have an argument with them or whatever, but I'm just going to take the decision and say, I don't think that this person is a good person to have in my life, so I'm not going to have them in my life. Setting boundaries for me is really about relationships, the people that you have around you, what behaviors are you going to accept and what are you not going to accept, and nipping the things in the bud that you don't like. By the way, guys, nipping something in the bud is a beautiful phrase. I love this one. And it basically means to try and sort out the problem before it gets any worse. Yeah, to solve the problem as soon as you can, as soon as you notice the problem, to try your best to take care of it, right? And that's a great example of nipping something in the bud, 
which is spelled B-U-D, by the way, bud, before it blows up and explodes, right? So if you do have that kind of interpersonal issue with another person, maybe a friend or an acquaintance, and you feel like they are just not respecting you or maybe draining you of your emotional energy or any of the things that we've been talking about, then you could try and solve that problem by nipping it in the bud and maybe removing that person from your life before that person causes you a lot of grief. Anna, you were talking about how you try to keep your personal life away from social media. And I'm wondering if you've ever had this happen to you because it's happened to me before. And I realized that because of this, I needed to create a boundary in my life around it. And that is people just posting anything they like on social media without asking permission. And I actually had to set this boundary with my wife, believe it or not, because she is much more open to sharing about her life on social media than I am in my life. So I'm maybe not as strict as you about social media, Anna, because I do have my own personal social media account, but it's restricted only to my friends. So it's not open and I really only have a small amount of followers who are all people I know well. They're my friends, they're my family. And I don't just share details about my private life on the internet. Like you, of course, I have the Culips Instagram and I have, you know, different things like that. But I try not to share too many personal details. It just makes me feel uncomfortable to do that on the internet. But my wife, when we first met, she was very happy to just post any pictures online. And especially she would... Not always, but I remember one instance, she just posted a photo where I didn't look very good. You know, I was making like a funny face and she thought it was cute. And I guess it was cute. Maybe I overreacted, but I was like, could you take that down? Like, do we have to put that picture online? Like, really? You know, so I felt like she kind of crossed a line and I had to set that boundary like, okay, if you want to post a picture on social media, at least just ask me first. That's my rule, right? I'm curious, has that ever happened to you? Has somebody posted your picture on social media without asking first? Well, here's the thing. I'm a bit of a professional at this because the way that you can avoid that situation is just not letting people take pictures of you, which is what I do. So essentially, there's no pictures that exist of me that I have not taken. Therefore, I run no risk of a rogue picture being uploaded on Instagram. And like you said, everybody has different levels. Like some people might find it strange that I don't have personal social media. And it's just a personal choice. It's not kind of I'm not punishing myself or anything. I just prefer to do that. And another example I thought I'd share in a professional context, because it's also in a professional context as well. I work with different clients. And Andrew, I know that you work with students where I'm sure you have to set boundaries about things like homework and being on time. And maybe you listening at home, maybe you're thinking, ah, yeah, at work, I have to set some boundaries with my boss, maybe, or with my team. Well, one thing for me, and this is a really good example of this, is about cancellation. So I have different clients that I work with. And you have to set a really clear boundary that if you cancel the session before a time, before a specific time period, then that session is going to be counted as taken. Now, this is actually really hard. And one thing I did want to say, Andrew, is that it is hard to set boundaries. I'm not saying that it's easy, especially when they are personal relationships or people that you like. And one thing when you're working with clients is you've got to have a very business hat on because even though sometimes you feel bad because you're like, it's a late cancellation, I feel really bad, but I have to make sure that I do this because otherwise it sets a precedent. And I'm going to come back to that phrase because I, I used that one before. And to set a precedent, 
it could be a bad precedent or a good one, but normally we use it in a bad context. Again, it comes back to that thing of, if I let you do this now, you're going to do it again in the future. And that's not okay. So you have to set that boundary, make sure it's really clear. If you cancel the session before a specific time, I'm going to count the session as taken. I'm really sorry, but that's the way it works. And you have to be quite cold and neutral about it. But I have, I do find that hard sometimes. Sometimes I feel bad, but that's the name of the game. These are the rules. These are the conditions. And it's very important to do that because otherwise people will walk all over you. They really will. Not everyone, but you do have to be careful. You have to protect yourself sometimes, especially in a professional context also as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to business, right? Anna, so I know you do a lot of teaching and coaching online. And for example, if I were one of your clients and we had a session together at 3 p.m. and then at 2.55 p.m. I message you and I say, Anna, oh, I'm so sorry, but my boss just called me and I have to have a different meeting today. I can't work with you. Could we reschedule for a different time? Well, in that kind of situation, you know, you really have to have that boundary because if you just say, okay, yeah, we can reschedule, then you're wasting your time, right? You've set aside that time in your day for that coaching session. And if it gets canceled at the last moment, then, well, that's your planning time gone. That's the time that you've scheduled for that gone. You're losing your income. So it's really important to have that professional boundary in place. I completely agree. And I think most people would understand that. I mean, it does suck if you're on the other side of it, right? Especially if it's a legit legitimate excuse, but it's very important to have that kind of strong rule, that strong boundary in place. Yeah. And I think another very quick example of this is always saying yes to things at work. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll get it finished by tomorrow. And without setting those boundaries of saying, okay, I will do this, but I'm not going to work until 11 p.m. on a Friday night. I'm sorry. So you know, setting boundaries with your boss and your team, because what you end up being in danger of is being a yes person, always saying yes. And by that, you're actually harming yourself because maybe you're making yourself work more hours, you're putting yourself under more stress. So setting boundaries is, I think, really important at work and in your personal space. But it's difficult. You have to be really strong. You have to really think about what you want and what your values are. And it's easier said than done, right? It's really easy to talk about setting boundaries. But when you're in that relationship with somebody, it can be hard because maybe you feel bad. Maybe you want to trust them. You want to think that they won't push the boundaries again. But I think there's a really nice quote here, which is past behavior is the biggest predictor of future behavior. Well, we were talking earlier about those emotionally draining people, those emotional leeches, if we could call them that. It's not very kind, but I think it's a good expression to describe people like that. And there's people like that everywhere in business as well, right? I'm not saying that clients are bad people, but there are those kinds of people out there that once they know they can cancel a session once, then they'll try and do it anytime that's convenient for them, right? So it's very important to have those rules in place so that you aren't taken advantage of. One boundary that I have in my life is that after 10 p.m., I try not to do anything work-related anymore. So what I mean by work-related is to do with my university job, but also QLIPS as well. So because I have these two things going on all the time, it means that I'm busy and sometimes I have to do work at night or 
work in the morning whenever I can, really. But if it hits 10 p.m., it's like, that's it. No matter how much I have to do, no matter how stressed I am, it's like computers getting turned off and I'm going to shut things down for the night. And I really try and follow that strict 10 p.m. rule. I'll even put my phone into a mode. There's different options so that you know, I'm not getting any work-related messages or emails, and I just try and turn that professional side of my life off as soon as it hits 10 p.m. That's my hard and fast rule about that. Mm, I like it. I think time boundaries are really good. It's a very practical way that you can try and manage your time. One small thing that I've started doing, and if you are somebody like me who tends to sit down and just switch on the TV, or I'm just going to check out Netflix and see what's going on there. And before you know it, two hours later, you've watched a season of whatever. I actually started unplugging from Monday to Friday. I don't plug in my Amazon Prime. So I take out my Amazon Fire Stick, take it out. Uh, I take out the box and I put it under my bed. And because it takes so much effort to go and get it back and put it in, I now only watch things like that at the weekend because otherwise it's just a time sucker. And this is a thing, like I don't want to spend my time doing that during the week, but it's just too tempting when it's there. So that's one of my recent boundaries. It sounds like I'm trying to make my life worse, but it's not that at all. But I do think that boundaries are really important. Otherwise we just do everything that we want all the time and, you know, we'd be getting nowhere. It'd be a, it'd be a mess. So I think boundaries are are really important for yourself to protect yourself from toxic things and behaviors that really are not going to help you all that much. Yeah, absolutely. We could say that setting boundaries are a form of self-care, right? They're a way to take care of yourself. I mean, I set that 10 p.m. boundary so that I'll get a good night's sleep because I know if I don't get a good sleep, then I'm not going to be able to recharge my battery and I'm not going to have energy to do any work the next day. So I'm trying to take care of myself by setting that boundary. Same with social media stuff. Maybe I've mentioned this on Qlips before. I can't quite remember, but I think maybe I have. So please forgive me, everybody, if you've heard this story before. But one boundary that my wife and I have in our relationship is that we have no phones at the dinner table. So while we're eating dinner together, nobody's using their phone. And that boundary is to help our relationship be strong, right? We can use that time to talk with each other and communicate with each other. Often that is the only time of the day that we both have to sit down and, you know, talk about what we did that day or what we're thinking or how we're feeling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we really need to have that boundary in place to help our relationship stay strong and to become even stronger. So I think although these rules or these boundaries may sound harsh. They're really a way for us to take care of ourselves. I love that. And I think that's a really nice one to finish on that. It's not because as you said, setting boundaries, it can come across as negative and it's to avoid toxic things, but it's also about, you know, making sure that you can make the most of the good things. And I love that thing about being present in the conversation and being there. I wish more people did that. And I think that's going to be a challenge for us in the future is connecting when we are with people and our friends and our family and our loved ones. So love that. Great boundary. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening and congratulations on completing some English practice with us today. But now it's your turn to contribute to the conversation. And you can do that by leaving a comment on our website. 
please let us know about your experiences with setting boundaries. Do you do it? Has it worked out for you? What kind of boundaries do you have in your life? We're dying to know the answers to all of these questions. So let's keep the conversation going in the comments, which you can find on our website, qlips.com. If you like QLips, please support us so we can keep making free English lessons each and every week. The best way to support us is by becoming a QLips member. To learn all the details and to sign up, just visit our website. You can also support us by following us on Instagram or YouTube, telling your friends who are learning English to check QLips out, or by leaving us a five-star rating and positive review on your favorite podcast app. We'll be back soon with another new episode, and we'll talk to you all then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. See you soon.